JJ is is mad caffeinated today, uh, and like, you came in like saying yeah. like it's gonna be a day, and it's already been yeah we, before we rolled the mics yeah you've already said some wild things I'm, yeah I don't know I'm in that mood I am um, moderately sleep deprived right and Why? because I have been so busy lately that last night I did some revenge procrastination and stayed up super duper late. I love revenge procrastination. Oh my god. For me it's a matter of like um I feel yeah it, it's exactly the same but I, the way I call it is like all day has been about other things and I don't care if it means that I don't sleep as much. I need a piece of my day mm-hmm. to just be mine. Mhm. Mhm. It's a, it's exactly that and um <clears throat> I don't know. I I've like it, I have been aware that I'm slightly overwhelmed and it's been consequential I think for my energy levels throughout certain things like work right. and through uh, the play that I'm working on and um things like that but I uh I don't know. I still bit the bullet and was like I do want time for me to be without, you know, right. distraction and, and I'm important. just I'm going to smoke a joint and jack off and, and watch a cartoon. That was my activities last night. Do you often watch children's programming while you masturbate? No, my God. And also, by the way, I came home and ate food watching the Avatar Last Airbender because that show is really good. Um, my brother loved that show. It's so good. I didn't know. And he was really disappointed in the movie. Oh, I think everyone was. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie at all, but I actually, whenever I had my isolation early January, was asking people what show I should start because I've got isolation and I wasn't going to watch like the Sopranos. Like some stuff is just too long and too dense, but someone was like the airbender last airbender. And I picked it up and I remember watching it and I remember I didn't realize this, but the creators of that show make the seasons as mature as the main character is supposed to be. Oh, okay. And it's really fun to kind of go on a journey like that. Like I like that that's that creative. Like it starts off like a kid's show and you're like, wow, it's very playful. And as he gets more responsibility, it gets more adult in humor and more adult in in tone, and it gets more violent. And it's really interesting to go on the arc of maturity with a character. That's what I felt about the Harry Potter movies as Mm -hmm. a whole. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really appreciated about them. And I also appreciated that they, when they they had, because you had kids trying to stop adults who were trying to do something like evil. Mm -hmm. and, And they did it in a way that was like frightening. Yeah. Like I remember when that like, grown-ass man just punched Luna in the face. Right. And it's like, oh, no, we ain't joking, bitch. Yeah. Like, stakes are... This, there are actual stakes here. We're not... We're not... There are no kid gloves here, even though they're kids. Yeah. And I appreciated that level of, like, oh, this is, like, actual danger. And actual they, danger. Yeah, and they... I mean, I think a lot of kids' programming goes into, like, um, you know, kind of morals and, and things like that. But this show does a lot for, uh, you know, uh, loyalty to family isn't always the way to go like it's it's got a lot of like themes like that that i think are not always presented let ain't think of the water yeah right yeah, yeah. um so <laughs> you said something what did it what? before recording oh yeah <laughs> and then i was like oh, you said man. turn the mics on i know which, well, 
Yeah, literally. And the other thing that happened when I got here is that it's a rainy day on this mm. day of recording. And sorry, Jack, to put you on blast. No, it's a little smoky in here because of, I guess, burnt toast. Yeah, I, I burn my breakfast all but the time. But it feels so, there's a mood. It's like we're, I said it feels like we're witches, like above a cauldron right now. And I, I like it. I like it. There's candle burning and I don't know. It's put me in a mood. The caffeine, sleep deprivation. Um, oh, and this, this other part, this thing that I said that was funny. You were like, oh, wait, you were like checking. You like had a moment of like, oh, wait, is that today? And you're like, no, it's tomorrow. And you're like, a one, two. And then you're counting January, February, March. And you're just, oh, okay, I got to text my boyfriend, you know, tomorrow, four months. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and I just stared at him for a while. And I was like, I'm sorry, we're celebrating four month anniversary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I mean, it's cute. Mm hmm. I guess so. That's a good topic. Like, yeah. what is the what are the appropriate celebratory milestones Ugh. of a relationship? I think for me, it's always been. It's been forever, so I don't really remember. But I think for me, it was like one, six, and then annual. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's uh, like logical across the board. Right. I um, I don't know. I'm excited about. Well, for one thing. Uh, the 8th and the 9th are specific kind of dates for the uh, month every uh, month <laughs> because we met on the 9th of January and he asked me to be his boyfriend on the 8th of February. So it was just shy of a month of knowing each other that he asked me to be his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so those days he's like, oh, I kind of like, I like celebrating the, since we met. Like so you're, you're celebrating two anniversaries monthly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sugary how can i say and it's... one fifteenth of every month is spent mm. celebrating <laughs> yeah two out of 30 days is mm. is uh one fifteenth fractions reduced <laughs> it's it's cute but it's it's funny now meanwhile mm-hmm. uh i'm on instagram seeing people get engaged or get in relationships and the first thing that i do is unfollow that person because i don't <laughs> want to see it anymore no i get it i'm not very like and that's another i wish i was joking oh i mean no i get like i don't know you i, I don't not that I think about being insufferable. <laughs> you were already insufferable. <laughs> I just don't think about it. Um, <laughs> but I do, I don't know. I, posting on Instagram is, sometimes I'm like, I don't, like we went to a wedding together and I don't, uh, I think I posted like one story that was mm. cute, but we took so many cute ass photos. Mm-hmm. And part of me just wants to keep them for me and make right, it right. My, my own little thing that I don't have to share everything with. And then the other thing is, like, if I were to post them, I'd think, why am I sharing these exactly? Like, am I... Right. Is it really... I mean, you're allowed to be excited about something and post it. Yeah. You're allowed to to share something that is purely, like, Mm -hmm. I'm happy and excited. Right. That is fair. Right. And it is nice to showcase my gay-ass love to a bunch of, like, people from the South that are still on my follower list. And there is nothing wrong with these people I'm unfollowing who are posting their, like, engagement photos. No, 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 exactly. That is perfectly valid. I just don't want to fucking see it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not, like, I'm... It's not like I'm trying to people please either for the people that I don't want to like whatever make them eye roll or or grossed out by cutesiness or whatever. Right. It's just the flip side of that is am I trying to garner attention mm. for a relationship that should be merited on its uh, qualities outside of like online accessibility and all that stuff. Right. Like, I don't want like a dopamine hit from like getting you know a popular post 
to not that it, it, I think it's at risk of informing my feelings for a person, but generally in life, I don't want my celebration, um, the Instagram part of the celebration to take precedent over the actual thing being important to me. And that's hard because we live in a in a culture now that's just it all revolves around it seems seemingly all revolves around your popularity and reach and time on social media right they we, it's like we think we found like a real good um uh, just like a real good representative of our value but it's right. not that <laughs> no especially with the algorithm because uh, this was actually a separate topic i want to talk about but it's good to bake it in here which is that you know I think I've probably talked about it before, but if I post anything that is advertising a show I'm doing, a performance that I did, a new music video, a new song, mm-hmm. 22 likes most mm-hmm. from my like 3,000 followers. Like mm-hmm. that's all it's getting. Right. If I post a picture of me drinking a cup of coffee in the morning with my shirt off, right. 400 hits. Yeah. And I think maybe for people whom... Where that's really the most they have to offer, what they look like. Okay. That's probably extremely validating. Oh, and yeah. Great. But as someone who would rather be appreciated for my creativity, intelligence, and being an interesting person, mm-hmm. the fact that the seemingly the only thing that gets attention is my physique when it's right is deeply depressing. Mm. I don't take that. It's not good. No. So so for me, it's like the social media posts that get the most that should be giving me the biggest dopamine hit actually make me the most depressed. Yeah. Fuck. I don't... So it, it's, it's like super warped. And I try to remind myself like, oh, well, it's, it's also the algorithm. Yeah. If you put text on a photo, you don't get pushed. Ah. Uh. Because they want you to pay for advertising. If you're, if they consider that as advertising, oh, and so wow. they ain't gonna push those photos because they want you to pay to Fuck. push those photos. So no. if you have text in your photo, it's not going out to everybody. Interesting. If, and then the way that it, one of the way, and I don't fully understand, but one of the ways it works is yes, a a a shirtless picture is probably going to get you likes from people outside of your following, especially if you put a hashtag. So. Mm-hmm. So the more likes it gets, the more people. It's like, oh, people like this, so let me show it to more. And then it snowballs. Right, right, right. And that's hard to do if mm-hmm. you're an independent artist for, you know, a non-viral. Unless you go viral. Right. You know, and so it's the same clickbaity. You have to be – so if you want it to be for your art, you either have to be naked or you have to do something like wild that people are like, oh, my God, what's this? What's this? An actual just like good song or – or interesting video, ain't gonna do it. I mean, yeah, it's a visual medium, and right. unfortunately, so is life. Right. If you aren't audacious, if you're just solid, mm-hmm. um, you ain't getting pushed out there. It's sort of like, well, I wonder. It's the chicken before the egg thing too. Like, mm-hmm. is culture um, responsible for this? Like, like, like what I just said is that you know. Uh, life is a visual medium and so is Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. But which one is compounding on the other more? Sorry, everyone, I'm chewing. I know, I'm about breakfast. to like... <laughs> vamp, JJ, vamp. <laughs> just, I, you know, uh, just to wax poetic on that, I guess. It's just, 
the everyone is aware that we're perpetuating kind of more standards, especially with filters and bullshit. Like the fact that we don't know what's real. People are getting oh. plastic surgery based on filters now, and you know, oh, it is like I've got friends that post things, and I'm just like, that ain't what you look like. Um, like yeah, I have eyes, and I've seen you in person, and it's not just like like you know, this is I'm turning forty this year. There are filters applied to this to like even out the skin tone and get rid of some a, a bit of the bags, but it's like mm-hmm. a minor touch up. Oh yeah, this I is... still look like my. I'm not reconstructing reconstructing the structure right. of my it's face. It's like whenever you get a headshot done, it's supposed to look accurate, and they're just gonna make you look like you on the best day. Like they're gonna make well, you look like rested. how you would on set when they give you makeup mm-hmm. and they like you know zhuzh, zhuzh up. exactly. They give you good lighting, like whatever. But um, this is yeah. There's a whole different ball game and. Oh, that goes to another topic of people. Have you ever had um, an experience with someone with catfish nudes, like nudes that were enhanced or enhanced nudes? No, I don't think so. But uh, so for me, at, at me at my age, it was a lot of like this picture is old. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Or like from a different time in your fitness journey. And the thing is, what's disappointing to me is it kind of makes me sad for the person because, you know, they think that that being that physique is all that's going to, you know, is what's going to get them. And like, even especially with me, that ain't the case. No. And I like all sorts of things. The thing is, if it's it's not like it's not like they come in and I'm like, Ugh, it's just like this. It's it's the it's the the switch up. That makes me unattractive. If you would have presented this from the get-go, we would have had a great time. That, but that also brings me to another thing. It, like this, your so the effect of your caffeination is yeah. the fact that we have no subject. This is just <laughs> we are just like oh, and this and this. That's totally we, true. We are chasing you know, jingling keys. My, oh my god! And I'm so enamored. Like I am there right now with it. Like that is the caffeine, and that makes me think. <laughs> well, and last night I like smoked a uh, joint that was sativa, so my brain was just like more excited. Like I felt kind of connected to. Um, I also studied script stuff like while I was stoned. Anyway, but like. Um, Fuck. And then I'm going to lose the rabbit because I like turned and yep. looked at other jingly keys. <laughs> I guess they're keys now instead of rabbits. Right. Um, All right. Well, we're going to go jingle some keys <laughs> at rabbits during this break. And we'll be right back to uh, find Jack someone to celebrate two anniversaries a month with. <laughs> so... We need to do some swiping. I have one more of the matchmaker left. I, uh, I, she's. I have to do a Zoom interview with a different matchmaker. It's someone she collaborates with, and she wants to meet me before she hooks me up with her person. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, you know, it's the last one, so I'm hoping it is something worth pursuing. And it, I, I am, I am uh, optimistic that it is one of these people that are actually also paying for it because right. I think she hooked me up with a lot of people that were just like people they found oh, and yeah, so yeah, they yeah. weren't like hmm. super motivated. Mm. So I'm hoping to find someone who's like looking to find someone. Yeah. You know, okay. Skin in the game. Totally. But until then, we've got uh, our grinders are scrubs. We also have field. I don't know what that is. It's a poly. Well, I thought it was so a guess that you missed Deshaun um, talked about how he met his boyfriends 
on field. Ooh. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know if I, I don't know, I don't know, but I'll give it a try. So I like put up a profile and it's, it's 98% couples looking for threesomes. Like that's, that's all. Cause you can put like, what am I looking for? And I checked like dating relationship. I mm-hmm. got two in a 50 mile radius and I was like, there are no more matches. Mm-hmm. So it's just people looking for threesomes. So we could do that mm-hmm. and look at couples or we could do, of course, our Tinder or Cupid hinge. I want to check out field just cause I'm super duper curious. All right. Brand new. Brand new field. Yeah. I'm all about a new experience. I think I know this guy. <gasps> Not so new experience. I mean, he's super hot. He's exactly my type. Oh, yeah. All right. What do we see? So we're in field, which is mm-hmm. a polyamory, but likely couples looking for a, a lucky Pierre. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know that term, lucky Pierre? No. It's, it's someone, t- a French person told me what that's, that's the third of a menage a trois. Oh. Your lucky, lucky Pierre. Pierre. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Tell us what we're seeing. Okay. Uh, so first there's like a mirror pic of a bald bearded gentleman, which and as we've discussed. Gay science. Bald beard means you have a nice dick. Right. So let's call him Jake. Okay. This uh, Jake person gives me, um... He kind of, this isn't, I'm trying to like think of an actor, like a who would play him kind of thing. Who would play her? Um, I'm putting, it's it's probably just because he's bald, but I'm putting in like the Chris, younger Chris Maloney, Jason Statham. Ooh, okay, yeah. Like just that, that, that oeuvre. Chris Maloney, is, did you? Law and Order? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, cool. Perfect. Okay, yeah. I will. I feel that tracks. And they also, from their bio, are uh, a couple or a part of a couple. Oh, it has both of their stats. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. You can go. So at the bottom of it, they oh. link the boyfriends. So oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. And then it says it's got a section for desires. Is this about how much is on every profile? Do you yes. Think? Okay, this is about how much. It's just like Which one is blurb. Anything. Yeah, just its desires. And it says couples, poly, kink, friendship, sensual dates, submissive, dominant. Okay, that's pretty general, and like, um, I feel like... if you have any other pictures. Oh, you can swipe that by... Oh, no. Okay. No. No, no, just one photo. Just one photo. That that might be... And there's the boyfriend. Oh, wow. Boyfriend, they have very different vibes. Very different. Well, well. How do you... I think it's down. Oh, okay, down for... Wow, okay. So here's what I think. So this is... uh, He's got a prominent chin... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, okay. they they look like me and my ex. Oh, really? Like that's me and that's my ex. Like it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of like coupling. Oh, really? Like the more boyish me, like when I guarantee because they have in their thing like dom sub. Oh, I yeah. Guarantee. I can. I know what's going on there. Oh, and they've got a uh, uh, more of a blurb. More okay, so of what a is thing. Luke? Okay, we'll call, them, we'll call say, them Luke. Say. I'm a married, queer, kinky male. I am femme, but can be masculine as well. I'm into BDSM power exchange and identify as a switch. My husband and I practice ethical non-monogamy and polyamory. Open to chatting, dates, and sexy fun times. We play together and separately. We would ultimately love to find a third to join us for a triad and then a linking IG. You know what? This is one I mm-hmm. would... I'd meet these people ah. and see what was up. Mm. I don't know if it's something that I would end up doing. Oh, wait a minute. 
Uh oh, what happened? So I saw all the photos from upside down. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and now that I see it right side up. Oh my god! The fact that that makes such a distinction. Everyone, make sure your phone is right side up when you look at these pictures of people. I'm trying. So the Luke, mm-hmm. the uh, feminine second. presenting one. Yeah, the second person we found. He is um, face tuning his lips and eyes. You think it's face tuned? I wondered if it was just like plastic. <sighs> yeah, it's snatched. To make them like cartoon characters, yeah, they're like kind big, of. And, big and bold, like anime-ish. Yeah, but it, I was like, is this this person's face? Mm, I there's no way those are the eyes, unless he's wearing colored contacts. There's no way those are his eyes. I don't know. It could be one of those people that are just trippy, dashingly like, wow, that's real. I can't believe it. He looks like like a oh god, uh oh, like a drawing of a Ken doll. No, like I'm like I'm it's like he's wearing like it's a person mask. It's like one of those theater masks. Oh, ooh. you know? Yeah, like it's a very specific expression just kind of right right there. Oh, and uh I'm going to like the balded beard one and then since they play open, they they, they like he's someone I would hook up with. Nice. But I can't do the boyfriend. It's a lot. And that's um, okay. Oh, there's a topic in there. Uh, all right. Next couple. Next couple. Wow, they are going to be couples. Hi. We'll call this person Joe. Um, first pick's a cute little beach pick from behind. They've got a nice physique. They're hiking with a dog, which is cute. Like a, almost Outdoorsy. looks like a nerdy little slender. Ooh, private photos. Yeah. Visible to connection that. only. Interesting. Okay, and then looking at their stats. Oh, what's this? Exploring E and M. That's ethical non-monogamy. Oh, okay, cool. More letters to learn. And uh, it says, exploring E and M with my husband, playing solo but open to playing together. Very sexually open and attracted to people, not genders. Top, but I dabble. Hmm. Looking for good people who want a good time, especially, but not exclusively, for couples of any gender combo who like bi guys. Vegan, board game lover, singer, natural lover, or nature lover, excuse me. <laughs> Dog dad, vaxxed and boosted, and interests in a couple fun things and desires are for all the things. This is a fun little little website here. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind this guy. Check out the boyfriend. Oh, okay, that's right. This guy's cute, and then the boyfriend's name we'll call him also. Um, we'll just say they're Jake. I don't know. Uh, Jake is. Wait, scroll down. Is there the first? Yeah, there are. I think it's just there. You go. Uh, um, talk uh, about what we're seeing. We're getting photos that are so cropped that you're getting literally half the face at a time in each of these photos. And it's like the top half or the bottom half, which is giving discretion. Also, the top half photo is with uh, glasses, sunglasses, and a this, hood. The, the... Discreet. <laughs> so what do you think that means for that relationship? Um, one of them is this one, Jake, is obviously more private. And for what reason... Who knows? Because, like, if it's a matter of anonymity, mm-hmm. your boyfriend's out there. So if, if people know that you have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. I assume most couples, it's like, there. I, I can't imagine that guy has friends that don't know that that's his boyfriend. So, like, are you really hiding? That's a new series, though. They have a show on TV about my secret relationship, and it's people busting their secret relationships on TV, because obviously that's oh, good, great. good fodder. <laughs> But I don't know if this is a secret relationship. I think it's just giving, like, 
I don't know what it's doing. It's it. I, I feel like they're not looking for anything personal. They're just looking for hookups. Whereas their partner was kind of more like, I want to know who's talking to me. Right. But this is reading just sexual. It's interesting. But uh, their their bios is thoughtful, creative, kind, musician, film nerd, shy at first, then open up if things click. Mm. All right. Let me mm. inspect. So we're passing the phone back and forth, so I'm not seeing it. Um, mm. Mm. So this one's the bottom. He is bald. I like his body. Scruffy. Mm. And then the one who's more open. Uh, he's very cute. Uh, and so the this private photo visible connections only. So if we were to match, it automatically opens. Oh. So I would see. I mean, probably a dick. That's what it looks like. Right. I love that it's a blurry, blurry, blurry like iteration well, of what the photo would look like. We've talked about this before. How you have found a way to hack the blur. Yeah. Back back in the day, before Scruff had an update, you could get a little peek at what was there, and then it would go away. So it's another thing where I'm liking the boyfriend and not liking the other boyfriend. Um, that seems to keep happening uh, on this app. Ooh, oh, but I God. think this one's different. All right. I think this is our last one. Okay. And we've got what? Is it? Oh, my God. He's yeah. gorgeous. We'll call him um, Hank. Hank. Hank the hunk. Okay. 33. Uh, 33 and 32. Those are the ages of the couple. New York for three weeks. Oh, Who would play her? Oh. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Someone hot. I don't know. Um Oh, he's also cute. It's like that, uh, what's that stu- crazy stupid love? You're the perfect combination of hot and cute. That's like the oh, sweet yeah, yeah, quote yeah. from that movie. Um, I, I think I liked that movie. I'm I need to rewatch that. Listen, I think I remember liking that movie. Everything Julianne Moore touches. Even Magnolia. Some people hated Magnolia. Oh, I'm sorry. Dear Evan Hansen? Oh, I actually didn't see that yet. So I don't know. Don't. Don't. Oh, shit. I mean, I've heard problems, but, you know. Julianne did, Moore. They did her dirty. Julianne Moore. It's like... No. Oh, no, baby. Mm-mm. Well, not everything can be a hit. No, baby. Not everything can be a hit. Like, not everything can be watchable. Oh, no. I heard that about Viola Davis. Oh, in, in what? Oh, no. Uh-oh. But um, it's her first time getting bad reviews, and I think she's addressed it already. She's like, you're not going to please everyone all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of powerful, too. Meryl's done a bad movie. Where? Iron Lady was. Dead. Oh, okay, good. I, I, okay, I don't know. I haven't seen that, so I'll, I'll let that happen. Anyway, Mama so this Mia. hot guy. Oh, well, that's trackable. Back to this sexy man. I'd say Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's very sexy. His bio says New York for three weeks in an open. Hold on, what is this? Open slash hierarchical poly relationship. Oh, as in like there's tertiary, secondary, all that stuff. Like first, first, Great. whatever. Sounds like the. Hierarchical sounds like the, the seventh la- seven layers of hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like which, our relationship is Dante's Inferno. This is how much I'll put you through. Like you're the one that I have to, you know, put through all the emotional stuff. You're the one that's just there to look good. Anyway, looking for friends with benefits and or summer lovers or and or one off fun and or new friends. Lots of and or. Um, otherwise, I'm good. Uh, I like a good conversation about politics and such things. I'm very queer, very Jewish, and have hard leftist inclinations. Very nice. As um, well as a hard homoerotic ones. I'm a PhD student. Ooh, sexy and smart. Uh, you're not mask. You're 
a dirty queer and you know it <laughs> with like a like a playful emoji interesting right radical uh, faggots only yeah yeah sex sex wise i look for great chemistry exploring each other's needs consensual and kinky fun ask for my number not ah, hot hot across the board hot but definitely not anything that i'm this is just someone who wants to to have a a, a, a dalliance here and there outside. I would one hundred. Someone who just yeah. wants a, a dalliance. I would join. Not the, give me the attention no, 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 that no. I want. I would join the Rolodex. I'd be like, okay, put me, file me in under the J's. It's fine. I would do that once or twice and make sure that he treated me as at least some level of priority. You know, well, yeah, and was like ac- active interest. That, if he was. Yeah, if yeah. I was just like another one that was like, oh, if he reaches me, I'll fuck. I'm like, no. But I mean, I don't know. It, call it an appetite for challenge. But I like when you can tell a guy's a slut, but you make it like you get invited for second, third round. Like you're like, oh man. I'm oh like, no, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably a slut. I have a lot of sex. Oh, a of lot course. of different people. So of that's course. fine. But the people that I have sex with, like, I mean, if it's if I reach out again, it's because I want to keep and like for. That's a long what I'm saying. Time. Like, if I know a guy has other options and I'm still kind of on you oh. know the board that's fine i love that oh, yeah that's really hot okay let's look at the boyfriend what's the boyfriend's name bobby <laughs> we're, we're gonna call this we edited bobby. it out he actually said his name but <laughs> like, you like Wee! let's say his name was uh like david you were like and then we have so we decided not to go with that no we could just put a loud beep noise or something or just cut it anywho any this person is now bobby we will call this person bobby um, also cute. Oh, this photo is nice of both of them. They have like... They're very cute. Yeah, they are They good. will invite me over. If they're interested, they'll invite me over once. They'll tag team me and then uh, they will only vaguely respond if I reach out again oh. and nothing will ever happen. Oh, this is interesting. But you know what is a big part of it though? One of them is four miles away. The other one is 20... What was it? 3,458 miles away, and, and it says there, that they live in London. There we have it. So it's a long-distance couple who are still trying to, obviously, um, be a couple and have have um, sexual experiences outside of each other because they're far away. Okay. That and that's, that's perfectly fair and Totally. Um, um, What's that? Is it an... So my brain immediately went to... I'll steal him. <gasps> The trauma. I mean, oh my god! Because I'm great in here. But isn't that exactly what every long distance couple is totally afraid of? Call your boyfriend. Uh, uh, But that's, yeah, I don't know. I've never done a long distance thing. Say you're not a top. But I feel like I would be... (laughs) (laughs) I, I think I would be... I would try. You know what I mean? Like, would if you were in a situation where you're with someone and then you, after, how long would you try to do a long distance country Isn't that country the looking thing? Oh, you're right. That plot line I fucking hated. Yeah. Yeah. I they guess I would tell myself going. the same thing I would tell. I was screaming at the television for the three episodes that I found. Yeah. I, I found it unbearable. I watched that show, but I really, really got into which it. Which I said, uh, he's never going to love you. Yes. I mean, I just knew I was going through a break. Anyway, I've said it before in the show. I was going through a breakup when I watched that show and I was just like, no one's happiness will last. And I was just, you know, and when it was happy, I was like, it's not going to last. I was. Just- There's a great episode of, Will, of Old Will and Grace, like the original Will and Grace, which is honestly the only Will and Grace, mm-hmm. um, where... Great! It's one of my favorite episodes. Grace is like recovering from a horrible breakup, and it's like, oh, did she break out the slides? And she like goes through slides of her child. I don't know if you know what slides are. 
Yeah, like a like yeah, yeah, yeah. A, so she's got like slides <clears throat> of her childhood, like yeah. pictures and stuff, and she's going through. Look at me, I was so innocent and sweet. He'll never love you. <laughs> and she like throws something at it. <laughs> it's like, oh god, get the slides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff burns. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go check the uh, burning sensation I'm feeling right now. Um, hopefully, it's just emotional, and we'll be right back after this break. Today, our guest is a rapper, producer, co-host of the Herbal Tea podcast, and a Marine Corps veteran. He was originally born in and currently based in Brooklyn. He is also a fourth of the Independent Music Award-nominated LGBTQ plus supergroup The Alliance. His most recent solo album is 1111, released in 2021, and the music video for his single Boiler Room was profiled by the top-level domain organization .gay, launching his website loveyourself.gay. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have IKP, the infamous king of positivity. Hello, king! Hello, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to the podcast. So you and I met at one of the shows. Yes. Um, we yes. met at uh, Rock Bar um, right off of Christopher Street in West Village. Um, I think it was Bait was, was the name of the, of the, of the party. And, um, you know, my co-host was, was performing there, uh, Earth Tone. Who we will be speaking to tomorrow to be on the podcast. Cool. Yes. Yes. Uh, love Earth Tone's music. I, I have only, for preparation of the podcast, I've only just dipped into yours as well. Um, it's just so nice that there's just so much queer talent in this town. Mm-hmm. It's just so great. <laughs> Amazing. It's, it's, it's actually really, really fire like that over the past like decade or so, just the amount of talent and the level of talent has basically skyrocketed. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's truly, truly uh, dope to see. So you've joined us today on a dating sex and relationship podcast. So before we get into our game, I should, I guess, ask uh, where you're at in that arena. Are you single? Are you taking, are you taking, are you looking? What's your, what's your status? I'm single and I'm taken and I'm looking and I'm fucking and I'm by myself <laughs> and I'm doing all the things in between. Ooh. Yes, yes, that's where I'm at. So holla at me, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You already know what it is. <laughs> there we go. The answer is yes. The answer is all of E, all of the above. Yeah. Yes, yes, we do it all. All right, well, then this is good. We don't have to suspend disbelief to uh, get into this game. I guess JJ has to because he's he's the one of us that's booed up. I mean... But, uh, yeah, but... Right. Right. And booed up. Yeah. Booed up. Uh, yes, we talk about it a lot on the podcast. It's deeply annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so we're going to play a game, one of our, probably our our most popular game, the one that guests choose the most, which is flag for flag, because if you can't flag yourself, how the hell are you going to flag someone else? Yeah, I like it. It's introspective. And we have each come with a red flag we look out for in other people, and then a red flag we have to warn people about ourselves. JJ and I have done this so often that we are now like, wait a minute, what else is wrong with me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Having to scrape the bottom of the barrel. But uh, since you're fresh, we will let you go first. And whichever one you would like to start with, be it your flag about yourself or your flag about other people, IKP, take us away. 
Mm, mm. This one is the one that I've been waiting for. Okay, so uh, we'll start with the flag about myself, um, just because, you know, I'm a humble motherfucker. You feel me? So um, that is probably my red flag is that I like talking about myself and that I think I'm always right and um, always have to have the last word. So if you Ooh. argue with me, I will argue with you until the cows come home and I don't let issues go and I hold grudges. And uh, yeah, all these things probably might scare you away, but it shouldn't because you'll be all right. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I love how you were like, we're like, well, we got to find one because we use so many. And you're like, all right, here's eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, that we love self-aware. There it is. There it is. There it is. I thought I was just kind of wrapping it up into all into one. So you kind of get the gist and come at me if you want to. But here but it is. It's, in- it's interesting to be that self-aware. It takes being pretty humbled and like yeah. uh, knowing that about yourself. And like, but you're humbled about how not humble you are sometimes, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, it's funny. So... So the first one was mostly focused on like um, talking about yourself, which I, I just feel we're all creatives. Right. Like that's just part of the fucking game. Like we're excited about the stuff we do. We've got artistic expression. We've got stuff to say. We're all like that. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Are you able to date someone who is similar in that way or do you need the opposite? I need the opposite, actually. You know, um, if you can sit and listen to me, that's probably a good sign. If you want to know about what happened or what where I've been, and you know, you kind of just you know fall back. But of course, you'll get the time. You'll get you of course get the chance to tell me what you want to tell me about yourself as well, right? Yeah. So this this is always a fifty fifty. But I'm just saying, like. I can definitely be a little, um, a little bit more self-involved for the both of us. And there's good balance. There's people out there that are good balances to that. People who are, you know, oh, for sure, right, interested in not being like the initiate of like ideas and conversation, but definitely wanting to like respond in in, in ping pong. So my red flag about me that I'm going to do today, I think, is kind of in the same wheelhouse as yours, which is I need to be able to vent Hmm. and some people really don't like sort of um i've dated people who are like annoyed they're either annoyed because one they feel like it's requiring something of them other than just listening like what do you want me to do about it right and then there are some people who are just you know don't want to be quote negative and don't like that i'm being negative but i'm the person where if something is bothering me I don't like to sit on it. I don't like to hold it. I don't like to fester. I like to come home and be like, all right, so this bitch said this to me today, and I need to talk about it. I need to get it all out of me so it's out of me and not in me. And I feel like some people just, they can't take that, and they don't know how to react to something like that. True. So how do they, how do they, how should one react when being put on the onslaught of you're coming home and you want to fuck this bitch up? Good question. So the way that I behave for people who who come with me with like they want to v- v- not talk, not discuss, but vent, mm-hmm. I will ask at the beginning. 
I will say, all right, I'm here. Do you want constructive feedback and criticism? Do you just want me to nod my head and agree to like cut a bitch? Like, yeah. which do you want? Right. And I will give you the one you want. Like you just tell you tell me what you're looking for out of this because you could if you're coming in it looking for someone to be helpful and they're not being helpful that'll frustrate you if you're coming in for it not looking for advice and just want someone to listen to you and you start being helpful they'll get mad at that so I just like to if you're starting I'm like just tell me just so I know what do you want what do you want out of me for this right and I'll be that do you want advice or do you want to listen like it's just one right. or the other usually. which one do you want I'm happy to do either mm-hmm. like no 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 judgment no shame so I would appreciate someone who does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is someone in, I'm, I'm not dating anyone super seriously at the moment, but there is someone in my life who is very good at that. And I even said to him, we were sharing voice memos back and forth. And I was like, I'm sorry, I've been, I've just been in a mood and I know I'm venting a lot. And he was like, I would rather you tell me what's on your mind and get it out and talk about it than like put on a show just to think, just to be, you know, happy in front of me, yep, yep. which was nice. Very it was a nice real. thing to hear. That's fire. You know what? Wherever, whatever dating website or club that you went to to find, let me know. Put the address in there. You can drop it to me and let me know so I can go find somebody who is just like that. Because I like that. I like that. So, someone told me recently about some like gay Brazilian party. And I was like, I want to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> take take me to Brazil, please. Yes, 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 yes. I'll go to Brazil with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, JJ, what's the flag about you? So I've, I, we're kind of all in the same um, thread line a little bit. Mine is that whenever I have a project that I care about, the stress that I get from that project and how it kind of feels a little bit of like, you know, anxious, uh, creative neuroses, it will manifest in a little bit of like uh, interpersonal neuroses. I'll get insecure about uh, other things whenever I'm kind of on that stressy, messy level for a project. Yeah. Like if I've got an acting project that I'm really like hardcore paying attention to, um, I don't know. It bleeds into my insecurity of like, oh, do I have enough time for all these other things? Am I giving you enough time? Do I have enough time for me? Right. And I mean, it's just kind of a natural reflection of things, but it's always amped up whenever I've got a project that I'm working on, which is hopefully more frequently than not because I do like working on stuff. So would you say that it's your anxiety over an upcoming project then bleeds into anxiety about other things? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Specifically the relationship oftentimes. Like I've had anxiety and that was not related to like if a person's into me and then it'll be like something will happen i'm like oh my god i'm sorry and they're like why i'm like i don't know i think i'm just stressed out right now king of positivity how do you feel when you're like getting ready to birth a project like what what's going on in your mental at the time oh my god oh my god like okay so the last project that i did took several years actually to to come to be it was it was the longest pregnancy of my life so, um, you know, the water broke at least three times. The baby kept kicking me. Um, the baby was slapping me around. I was sleepy all the time. And then sometimes I'm feeling good. And, you know, this baby's going to come out now. Um, no, the baby's not ready because you mm-hmm. want to make sure he's you're bleeding too much. All of that. All of that is what happened. All of it. So it was it was pretty, pretty intense. It's probably the most intense thing that I would, you know, that kind of put myself through when I'm doing a project, making an album, whether it be making an album or whether I'm doing the podcast. It's it's like literally, you know, it's it's a whole body consuming, head consuming, heart consuming thing because I just put my whole self into 
the things right. that I love to do. So um, it's somewhat painful, but it's so rewarding. It's so yeah. rewarding because, you know, all I can think about is like the other side of it and being like, okay, yo, this is going to be so fire. Yo, I can't wait for this episode of the podcast to come out because it looks so great and always optimistic about it. But, you know, it does come with labor pains and hunger pains and all the other mm. things. So let's flip it around. Which, what do you look for as a red flag in other people? Man, red flag in other people. That one was hard because, you know, um, I think I like to give the people the benefit of the doubt. So, um, but I would say a red flag, probably for me, I'm a bit shallow. So, um, you know, appearance is a lot to me. Uh, so if you uh, don't look a certain way, or if you don't, you know, if your clothes are untidy, or if you're, the shoe that you're wearing is is a little dirty, or whatever the case may be, it says to me that you don't you there's something in your life that you're kind of lacking the attention to detail to yourself. Because I pay attention to details, and I remember a lot of details. So um, I just, you know, a red flag for me is is. Like if you don't take care of yourself, you know, you don't look like you take care of yourself. That's that's a big that's a big um, no for me, because it says if you're not taking care of yourself, how are we going to take care of each other? Do you even know what you need to take care of yourself? What's going on? What's happening right. with you? You're not looking for a work in progress. You're looking for a, a work complete. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Something like we're all work in progresses. But at the same time, like, you know, show up to the party like you, you know, like you give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Or otherwise, yeah, yeah. why are you here in the first place? So my red flag and other people that I've I've done so many, so I, it's hard to think of one. So this one's a little fuzzy. So I get, um, I start to back off if I sense that the other person is super focused on us having like a really substantial overlap in mutual interest. Okay. I have rarely ever dated someone whom like, likes everything that I like, like, or even a majority. There's usually, like, one connective thing, because you got to have something to talk about. But I am not the person, like, you don't have to like the music that I like. Mm -hmm. You like what you like, I like what I like. Just, if I don't like what you do, or you don't like, we, I won't force you to listen to it. Like, whatever, like, whatever. That's your business. We don't have to like the same kind of movies. We don't have to, you can be a skier. I can stay in the hot tub. Like, that sort of stuff doesn't matter to me as much. And so... When I find someone whom is like, I can tell is like interrogating me for like, well, are we going to do this together? Are we going to do this together? Are we going to do this together? It's like, don't spend so much time thinking about the thing we're going to do together. How do we feel when we are together? We'll right. find things of our own. Yeah. You know, like, That's... so like looking for someone that like, well, you got to like this show and you got to like this kind of music and you got to like too specific. I feel like you're focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. It's like an idea rather than a person that you're actually interested right. in. Oh, man. Oh man, been there, done that, bought the sweater and the hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JJ, round us out. What's right. your flag? My flag is it's one that I've experienced, but dropping hints that you want me to join you at the gym probably because you want me to work out more. Ooh. Like constant invitations that are unsolicited. Like I am not dropping hints that I feel like going to the gym. I'm not at all a person who is interested in that. But I have had um, people before, or one person in particular that I'm thinking of, just being like, hey, um, 
you want to join like out of the blue text messages of, Hey, I'm hitting the gym at four come through. I'm like, mm, why? That's never been a thing that we've shared and I don't want to. And uh, it just definitely was sending the, uh, read between the lines. I think you're hot, but you could be hotter. I had literally someone say that to me on a date. <sighs> Those words. He's like, you're really, uh, he's like, what do you say? Have you ever thought about getting hot? <laughs> oh, God. And I was like. Oh, day over. Deal what? Breaker. And he's like, you know, he's like, I was like, I think I'm fine. And he's like, oh, no, 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 obviously. He was like, but like, like you have the build that like, if you really put the effort in, you could be like super ripped. Do you ever think about doing that? I'm like, Man. no, mm. I got other things to do. I think I've got a good solid base. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, like and if that wasn't my priority list, don't you think I'd be working on it? Like, I don't need and like, a that's reminder. Not something, that's something I bring up. That's you, not something exactly. you, that's not an observation Do you, you think you're going to inspire me by, like, pointing uh, at what you think I need to change? Over that guy immediately after that. And then, you know, my most recent ex, the one thing that I, I will never forget him saying to me is the night that, like, I was, like, peckish and it was, like, time for bed or whatever. And I was like, I feel like I need a snack. And he said to me, why don't you have a glass of water and do yourself a favor? Ah! And I was, I like looked at him like, what? and I think I said, I was like, what did you just say to me? And he's like, well, you know, you're always saying you're trying to lose weight. I'm just saying, like, just have a glass of water. You don't need any snacks. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ugh, no, I sorry about it. you, asshole. Um, anyway, so that was our game of red flags. Hopefully you found some <sighs> of those, uh, uh, interesting. Hopefully you weren't personally offended by us naming <laughs> one of your attributes as a red flag. Um, but if you would like to find more of the infamous King of Positivity, King, where can they find you? You can find me on my website, actually, ikp.me. You know, there it is. And everything you need to know, uh, social media and all of that stuff, videos, um, and, and bio and anything uh, related is on that website. But, you know, for quick reference, IKP4 president, that's me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, all the things, all the things, IKP4, number four president. And why don't you give a quick plug for your podcast? Shout out to Earth Tone. Uh, we are the uh, Herbal Tea Podcast, and you can find us on at herbal.t.pod. And we are here every Thursday with a new episode of the podcast. We just put out one on the 5th, uh, Cinco de Mayo, and all of that. It was really cute. And we'll be back again on the following Thursday and every Thursday after that. You already know what it is. Holla to Scala. Peace. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And we will be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. Thanks, King. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we got to start with fight because we always like to leave with light. Okay. And I got the fight. Oh, shit. I need to pick a fight with Shit's Creek. How dare? I mean, I don't... Can I... Can yeah. you say it like Moira? No. <laughs> nope. Um, I love the show. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Okay. It has set unrealistic expectations for gay couples. Um... In every single profile that references that I see, 
it says one thing. Mm. And constantly through Tinder. Looking for my... My David? Yeah. I'm David looking... I'm just David looking for my Patrick. Right, right, right. Guess what? Yo, you real. all Davids. Yikes. All of you. Well... You're... All gay people are Davids. Mm, look to your left, look to your right. right. You're all fucking David. You're all Davids. Um, <laughs> there is an occasional Patrick. Okay. But you know who Patrick's going to date? The other guy. Other Patrick's. <laughs> they oh, ain't no. messing with your uh, uh, self-involved, um, superficial self, mm. which is well, who ooh, David is. Ooh. That, so that goes into like you've got a story you want to tell. Like, you know what I mean? It's sort of like you're attracted to a story, a concept, an idea. Right. Not a person, perhaps. Right. But it's also like, David's a mess. Mm. And you're, if you a mess, yeah, if you're you ain't getting, that. like, you're not going to be rescued by, the, like, this person's not going to be interested oh, in you. Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of a scream for uh, rescue me a little bit. Right. No and one... it's, it's, there are so, and I say this because I meet all of them, so many insecure messy um self-involved narcissistic superficial gay people (laughs) who all think they're gonna like stumble upon their patrick you know knight in shining armor and then accept them for exactly no you need you have work to do Mm. if you want a fucking patrick bam and um you gotta become the patrick you want to see in your hole ah Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Episode title. Uh, oh, great. Great. It happened very organically. Like, There's no way. It's not happening. So mm-hmm. I pick a fight because it's setting up. It's almost like it, it, it's, it's these current Davids emboldening them to remain Davids, mm-hmm. thinking that a Patrick is on its way. Mm. And it is ain't mm. happening girl mm. and i believe the same thing about um uh lena dunham and adam driver on that show he was never gonna date you oh uh, okay that's a fantasy gotcha fantasy and her and hooking up with patrick wilson fantasy i mean i wonder dream big girl dream big so one what was the um oh there was a theory, and I mean, I don't think it holds much weight, but the theory about the casting, it was for Call Me By Your Name. Like, why did, like, the age gap in the book looks different than the age gap in the movie. Mm-hmm. And some people were saying, like, because the story is told from one person's perspective, they wanted to kind of, like, you know, highlight that the distinction in age felt more like a, this this mature, this gap in, in experience maturity or whatever. Right. And that highlight was highlighted and exaggerated through the casting just to kind of further tell that story. I wonder if, like, ugh, it sounds like a dick move or whatever to talk like, well, what if, like, that's part of it? Like, what if, you know, having an ideal, um, whether it's societal expectations of bodies or something like that, right. like, like perpetuating that, like, an ideal with someone who is self-aware and that they are not like societal's whatever ideal, but kind of putting those against each other is sort of about how like when you're with someone, you're attracted to them. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think, I think people wanted a, well, I think Shits Creek's different. Lena Horn's different. Lena Horn. Lena Horn. <laughs> Lena Dunham's different. I think Lena Dunham, it's, a different it feels thing. like I, I have power on the show, so I'm going to get fucked by all these hot people. God, but if I had that power? No. It makes no. me feel creepy. Oh, true. If you do, if I get the sense that you're like, ugh, I gotta, uh, I, I'm not interested. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't really think of it. Like, let me take an opportunity to right. just 
You All right, know. Harvey Weinstein, what's your love and light? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fuck, goddamn. Okay, my off oh, that my love and light is actually uh, to two couch surfers that I'm hosting with my roommate right now, uh, Vincent Mateo. I won't put too much on blast. Oh my god, Jack, no. He's doing like the fun little sex thingy of a finger into the hand. Does that make sense? Finger into a hole. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, two fingers into a hole. Oh, oh, no. Uh, no. No. I mean, not that I wouldn't be interested. Hey, but uh, they're two really lovely dudes who are from Munich. And uh, they're, um, it's, couchsurfing is something that I've never, like, entertained. I didn't know people still did it. Like, hitchhiking is not in vogue because murderers, but, like, hi- like there's, wait, 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 what? wait, what? You don't know these people? No, Couchsurfing, it's like there's a database of people that are looking to kind of, it's like a website and yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's highly vetted and there's like full reviews and you get almost like a background check on people basically. But it's this culture of people that are just kind of um, looking to also be culturally exchange, cultural exchanges. Like they like bring some of their culture to you. And um, that's sort of the, the, um, I don't know, system of it. And I've never thought of it before, but we've hosted one other person besides them and everyone has been lovely. Like it's been this incredible experience of people that are also like usually like gay men that are looking to be in New York and hang out for like a couple days or something. Um, and they're, you know, whatever. I barely want you here. I, I, want <laughs> <strangers>. <laughs> I fully, fully, fully get that. And it's like, I'm leaving my apartment and there's like uh-huh. a person here who could fuck it up. They could destroy everything. I don't know enough. And it sounds dangerous. And I, you know, maybe my head will be on a platter tomorrow. I don't know. But like, I'm shedding love and light today. All right. Cause we're like, we like spent, and it's been the same for every guest. It's like spend a couple hours going over cultural differences and talk about like upbringings and gay experiences in different countries. And it's been rich with like just cool conversations. All right, that's cool. And anyway, that's what I'm loving and lighting because I'm all about that shit. Like, and we're making plans to like hang out in Europe someday. Like it's been, it's, you know, now I've got a connection other places and they're, you know, very avid travelers, and so it's, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, a wealth of stories are now in my living room. Well, as uh, JJ prepares to head home to be the, I guess, um, the lucky Hans? <laughs> there we go. The, well, the, the lucky Fritz? Right. They're not originally from Munich, either of them. They're both um, from South America, but uh, right. anyway. Yeah. Well, we hope you'll be... As into, we hope you are as as into this podcast as JJ is into his uh, uh, lucky fritzing. Uh, <laughs> if you do, make sure you are subscribed. Drop a like, drop a comment. Uh, helps us reach more people. You can also interact with us on Instagram at at Dying Alone Podcast. Yeah. Is it at Dying Alone Together? No, it's at Dying Alone Podcast. Right. I forget because I couldn't get Dying Alone That's together. okay. That's okay. At Dying Alone Together. It, you'd think I'd know it by now. We've been doing this for nearly a year. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I always get confused. <gasps> Um, yes. You can I mm, while we're in the middle of this, mm, I just want to note something. I tried to look up our podcast the other day and I typed in the word dying and just hit enter and it says this search does not yield like proper uh, results. Because we're not we're not No, but the word dying got flagged. Like it's a word that they won't show you results for. Mm, okay, I'm gonna look into that. Cool. Um uh because there's a die there's another podcast called Dying Alone. Oh. We're dying alone together, and right. there's a dying alone. Oh. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, well, if you can find, assumingly you found us, so uh, hopefully <laughs> you. you are are liking and subscribing and all of that good stuff. Share it with a friend, especially if uh, we're completely hidden by the algorithm as we're discovering a year into this. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we did that. Oh, you can also find me at, at Jack Tracy Official, where I'm also shadow banned. Right. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. Thank you.